Well, I'm I'm on on the the Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Tuesday, August the 2nd, and we are so thankful that you have taken the time to be with us for our Winning Side broadcast. We welcome those of you listening on the radio, 95.9 FM, those on our radio app, those on our podcast. Uh, we welcome you today. And then those watching on Facebook and those watching on YouTube, we're so glad to have you with us, and we appreciate you taking the time to join us uh, here at noon, if you're watching or listening live here at noon uh, on this Tuesday for the Winning Side. I want to say today a happy birthday to Faye Brown, a happy birthday to Liz Dunlow, a happy birthday to Grace Johnson. Brother Nathan, don't forget your wife's birthday is today. And then happy birthday to Jessica Tuck and happy birthday to Tammy Waite. All of these ladies, all today, all ladies, uh, happy birthday. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Um, let's be in prayer for tonight. We have our visitation tonight at 6.30. And then let's be in prayer for our service tomorrow night, our prayer meeting, our Bible study. We're in the book of Revelation. We're going through our series. And right now we're in the letters to the seven churches in Asia Minor. And uh, we've covered the first two. We'll pick up with number three uh, tomorrow night. Hope you plan to be here. Our teens on target will meet. And then our summer kids club tomorrow night. And then we're looking forward to a great day on Sunday with the Webster family. And they've been here several times. And every year when they come, uh, I always make them book and confirm that they're coming back the next year. They are so good. And we're looking forward to a great day together with them on Sunday. I hope you be in prayer. You say, well, it's a few days away. You're right. It's a few days that we get to pray and a few days that we can anticipate what the Lord is going to do. And I hope we always come to church expecting a blessing. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't come to church uh, just to say, oh, I bet it's going to be terrible today. Now, some days it probably is, the preaching anyway. Uh, but I come to church, I'm expecting God to do something. And by the way, you say, well, you're the pastor, so aren't you responsible? Well, no, I just preach the Bible. I just preach the Word of God, and God's got to take it, and Holy Spirit's got to work. Because if God doesn't work, then we are all in trouble. But I believe God works, and I'm looking forward to Sunday. Let's be in prayer for our church, pray for our school. Uh, we're just under two weeks away from opening day of school. We're so excited about it, looking forward to it. Let's pray for our missionaries, and uh, let's pray for one another. Pray for our church members. Pray for our church family uh, that God will give us great grace and strength in these days. I want you to hear a song, and then after this song, we'll get into our Bible study. We are in Psalm 121, and uh, I don't know if we'll finish today. I keep thinking we'll finish, and then I get rambling, but uh, I hope it'll be a blessing to you as we look at the Word of God uh, right after this song. Just a few more miles to travel and a few more songs to sing, then it all will be over. I'll go to meet my King, all my earthly deeds are finished, all my preparations made, I'm moving to 
heaven where the roses never fade. Gonna move, gonna move, gonna move, gonna move to a mansion up on high. Gonna move, gonna move, gonna move, gonna move where people never die. My soul's been washed in the crimson flow, and I'm all packed up and ready to go. Gonna move, gonna move, gonna move to my home in glory land. Many friends have gone before me to that land beyond the blue, where the saints all are singing and playing harps all new. Everybody will be happy, all my troubles will be o'er. I'm going to a country on heaven's golden shore. Gonna move, gonna move, gonna move, gonna move to a mansion up on high. Gonna move, gonna move, gonna move, gonna move where people never die. My soul's been washed in the crimson flow, and I'm all packed up and ready to go. Gonna move, gonna move, gonna move, gonna move to my home in glory land. Gonna move, gonna move, gonna move, gonna move to a mansion up on high. Gonna move, gonna move, gonna move, gonna move where people never die. My soul's been washed in the crimson flow, and I'm all packed up and ready to go. Gonna move, gonna move, gonna move, gonna move to my home in glory land. Psalm 121, verse number one, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. We ended with that phrase and that part of the verse yesterday. But then it goes on to say, he that keepeth thee or he that protecteth thee, he that guardeth thee will not slumber. Now, verse four, in case you missed verse three, verse four says, behold, pay attention. Listen up, behold, he that keepeth Israel. Now, can I tell you, that's a big job to, to guard, to protect an entire nation. But God's able to do that. He doesn't just take care of you and doesn't just take care of me and just take care of our church or, or our city. God has the ability to take care of all of his people. And can I tell you, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. Now that's saying something. The word sleep, I think we know what sleep is. I hope you do. Uh, by the way, I love, I love sleep, and I, we all need sleep. And some of you, you might need to get a little more sleep. Maybe you wouldn't be so grumpy, you know. Maybe that's the problem. Um, but we all need sleep. But the word slumber has the idea of being drowsy. Can I tell you, God never even gets drowsy. God never gets sleepy. God never gets tired. He never gets worn out. God never says, oh, I'm exhausted. I don't know what I'm going to do. No, no. He that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. Now, everybody is different. I understand that. Um, when I was growing up, I remember my youth pastor, Brother Swanson, he's been here before. I remember we used to go on college trips and youth conference trips with him, and, and we would drive like all night long to get to the college trip or to get to the youth conference or whatever. And I remember this, he would be driving and he would, he would make jokes. He would say, you know, folks, uh, y'all pray for us. Uh, he wouldn't say y'all because he was from Illinois, but he would say, you folks pray for us. You people pray for us because he said, I always get my best sleep while I'm driving. Well, when he would say that the first few times, everybody laughed. But the more he said that, the more we realized he's not joking. He did fall asleep. You say, how did you make it to the youth conference? 
because his wife, Miss Regina, always sat in the front passenger seat and she would keep him awake and she had a full-time job trying to keep him awake. It's a miracle that we survived. It's a miracle that I'm here to testify and tell you about it. Uh, but I went on many trips and uh, many, uh, many road trips, many uh, trips through the night and, and here I am today. Praise God. But you and I, we, we uh, all need sleep. Uh, Brother Swanson, here's where I, I was trying to figure out where I was going with all that. Brother Swanson would say this. He'd say, you know, if I can get about four or five hours of sleep at night, I'm good. And I'm thinking four or five hours, I'm just getting started. You know, if I wake up after four or five hours, I'm thinking I need to go back to bed, you know. And some of you can do that. We had a lady at our church uh, back in uh, Geneseo. And uh, Brother Nathan, you remember the Fishers. And I remember uh, Christy Fisher. Uh, I remember, and she made the comment, and she made, I've just done that for a short time, but she said, you know, there's just some times where she said, I've just got a lot to get done, and she said, and so I'll just stay up all night to get it done. And then you say, well, then what? Oh, and then I just stay up the next day. Can I tell you, if I stay up all night, I am good for nothing the next day. You know, I mean, I am, I am irritable, I'm ticked off, I'm not thinking straight, and I might as well have just gone to sleep, you know, because I'm not doing well. Most of us need sleep to operate. Most of us need sleep to function well. But can I tell you, God doesn't need any sleep. He doesn't even get tired. Uh, you and I, we get tired, and what do we do? Uh, we drink coffee. So, some of us do. Uh, we get some caffeine. Uh, I remember one, one trip my wife and I, we made to Southern California when we were in uh, Santa Clara. And uh, we went down for a wedding and then we picked up my wife's sister. She was down there in Southern California and we took her back to college. We came back and I remember literally it was all night. And I think we got back at four in the morning or something. But I remember that, that night and that day, I had a couple of Red Bull energy drinks. Because I had heard about it. I'd never had one, but I'd heard, oh, hey, you want to stay awake, drink a Red Bull, you'll be fine. Can I tell you, I stayed awake, but I was sicker than a dog. I mean, I felt terrible. I mean, I was awake, but it was not a pleasant experience. And so I said, I'm not going to drink those anymore. And then, of course, it came out what it does to your heart and, you know, all that stuff. And by the way, if you're listening today, I'm not recommending Red Bull or Monster Energy drinks. And so then we came, uh, we came to Geneseo and uh, brother Gary was the youth pastor and Michael Futro, he was here as an intern. And those guys, I told them about Red Bull. I said, I can't handle Red Bull, it's just nasty. And they said, oh, you gotta try this monster energy drink. It tastes so good and all oh, blah, blah, blah. And so I tried it and, and I didn't think it was that great, but I tried it. Well, somehow I thought I'd let my wife know about it. I thought that she was aware, but apparently she wasn't. And then one day it came up in conversation and she said, Jeremy, you've been drinking what? And uh, you'd have thought I was drinking beer or something, you know? It was like a monster energy drink. And so I don't drink those either. I do drink soda and I do drink coffee. And you say, why do you drink those? Well, probably because I'm addicted to caffeine, but I do it because I enjoy it. I do it, it gives me uh, some energy. You know, it helps me out. But can I tell you, God doesn't need any help to stay awake. God is awake, he is alert, and he cares for us. He never slumbers, he never sleeps. I think about a mother with a new baby. Can I tell you, that mother will be up in the night and uh, that mother will stay up and take care of that baby and do all she can for that baby but there reaches a point where that mother has to sleep. Uh, I remember from my wife and I with the twins, and of course I didn't stay up as much as I should have, but I tried to help. But can I tell you, there reaches a point where you're just so groggy. I mean, you, we, my wife and I, we've still got months 
when the twins were like babies that we don't even remember major things that happened. I mean, we were in a fog. I mean, and we just, we admit that. But you got to get some sleep. But God never sleeps. I think about soldiers uh, who protect our nation. I think about law enforcement officers who protect our community. I think about security guards who may patrol a building or may patrol a campus. But, but those people, they have to sleep at some point. How about this? A president, uh, a general, um, a king. Those, those people, those leaders, there comes a point where they have to sleep. They have to turn over the control to somebody else or they have to say, wake me up if you need me, but I'm going to sleep. But I'm glad we serve a God who never sleeps. He can take care of you. He can take care of me. He can take care of all of us around the clock because he never slumbers. He never sleeps. Notice verse 5, the Lord is thy keeper. In case you're wondering who's going to protect us, it's the Lord. The Lord is thy keeper. That word keeper means protector, means watchman. He guards us. He, he protects us. He builds a hedge around us. You say, well, why does he protect us? Well, he protects us because he loves us. He protects us because he cares about us. He protects us because we belong to him. It says, the Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. That word shade is the word shadow. It actually means defense. And many times the shade is defense against the sun or de defense against the elements. But notice what it says. He protects us upon thy right hand. You say, well, why the right hand? Well, in battle, the right hand, the right side, was usually the side that was unprotected. That's where you would be holding your sword. Uh, and then in the left hand, you would hold your spear. So your left hand, your left side was usually protected, but your right side, your right hand could be more vulnerable. Well, can I tell you, God is there to protect, and God protects us even in areas where we feel the most at risk, where we feel like we are the most vulnerable, where we feel like we are the most unprotected. God promises that He will defend and He will protect. I want to tell you today, whatever you're going through, whatever you're facing, just remember, you and I, we have a God that never slumbers. He never sleeps. We have a God who protects us. He keeps us. Uh, you say, but what about the areas where I can't protect myself? Good. Don't worry about it. God's got it under control. You can trust Him. I hope this helped you today. I hope you have a good day. We didn't quite finish today, but Lord will, and we'll finish tomorrow. Psalm 121. God bless you, and have a wonderful day. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.